This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. A Trixie Trixie. Oh, yeah. She's got your beer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trixie Trixie. Oh, yeah. She's got your beer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six packs and growlers and bombers avail. Let them mix and match them, there's no room to fail. Located out on uh, East Washington. Trixie's is the place for all your winter fun. I said, Trixie, Trixie. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Yeah. Well, she- good morning, friend. Good morning. God, it's good to have you back. Nobody likes a sober DJ. No, it's not fun. Not fun. I want to drink alone and stay home. Sad. Like a little company. No, drink and just say stupid things on the radio. Like That's better. A couple of good drinking buddies yeah, I need right a drink here. To do that, tricks. La cosarita. Our uh, six pack available. Let's go through the drill again in case uh, you're new to town. Yeah. Welcome in. Thanks. To the mad town. Here's how it works. How does it work? Well, the beer situation. All right. Well, we try them here, and then you mm-hmm. show up to Trixie's, and you say, hey, where's the Trixie six-pack mix-and-match shelf? And we show it to you, and you choose the ones that sound good to you today. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's easy. You know it's good because we don't drink junk. And here we go. Beer numero one. Yes. So this is La Gosarita. This is a uh, margarita-style ale. This is one of my favorites. I think we've had it before. But this is a lager um, that's, like, salted and lime-juiced. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and there's agave mix in it and stuff like that. So this one truly doesn't necessarily taste like a beer. This really mm-hmm. does taste like a, a margarita without the tequila. For sure. The salt in there is just, like... I absolutely love this kind of beer. Mm -hmm. I can drink a six pack of this. No, no problem. Um, So I know I feel so bad here. Try to get what you can out of there. Um, But this is totally if you don't like beer, this is the beer that you want to drink. And this is a goes. It's, yeah, technically this is a goes, um, so it falls under the sour family. But for me, being more of a sour fan, I don't really like technically even no. in my mindset. I don't consider it a sour, right? But um, it is in the sour family, and honestly, for those of you who don't like beer, I super highly recommend trying this. For one. sure, um, I love sours. I would not. I knew this was a goes the second I drank it. That saltiness and then that, right. that um, whatever that flavor that you get from the goes without the the sour was definitely there. Um, margarita all day, every day. This is fantastic. And yes, if you have somebody in your life that maybe doesn't like beer or is a uh, a big fan of the giant breweries that are out there, um, maybe usher them into the craft beer lifestyle with this for sure. I um, mean, this is from Lakefront. It's from Lakefront, and then on top of it, it's gluten-free. So, I mean, like, it's a win for people out there, too, who are gluten-free. Like, this is a really great beverage to pick up. 100%. You had me at lime, dude. I know. I love lime beers. And then you get the, and then you get the margarita lip-smacking thing at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's really refreshing. At first, I'm like, what? what? A margarita, man? What? And then, uh, it, but it's really interesting. And uh, and then once you drink it, you're like, whoa, that's really refreshing and yummy. Refreshing is a really good word for it's it. It's a really great tasting thing. <laughs> what do you want to call it? A beer? Whatever you want to call so it. So it's made with water, rice, agave, lime, orange juice, salt, and hops and yeast. This is simplicity at its best. Nice. 
Yeah, I love the salt factor on there big time. Yeah, very interesting drink in a good way. Very, very cool. Fun. Fun drink. Uh, somebody you should, right? somebody at your party will like that, I guarantee it. All right. Lakefront. All right. One for one. What do we got next? All right. So the next one is Fruit Forest. This is, okay. Ah. This is an interesting IPA right here. This one is another variant of Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo Ranger constantly comes out with these these um, variants from New Belgium. This is the Fruit Punch IPA. Um, what's that? Is it? It's not Tropicana. What is that? Like Hawaiian Punch. Hawaiian Punch stuff. It totally yeah. tastes like Hawaiian Punch. Totally. Why are you yelling? You can hardly even like get some of the hops in here. You can't say it without yelling. Oh, like the commercial. Yeah. All right, gotcha. So you drink this, and like the hops are almost the aftertaste mm-hmm. to this. This is totally drinking a fruit punch out of the can. And it's even like, you know, like the carbonation is even a lot lighter on this beer. So without that carbonation, it truly tastes like fruit punch and then a little bit of beer and a little bit of hops. Yep. Uh, it smells like Hawaiian punch. If you're an obnoxious time. sweet tooth person, this is your beer. For sure. It's your jam. So weird because I haven't thought about Hawaiian punch in years. What? You didn't and say then, it right. Hawaiian punch! And then last week at the barn, somebody brought up Hawaiian punch. And we had this whole conversation about Hawaiian punch. And then I started craving it, and then it ends up in my Trixie I six love pack. that that happened. I was like, the universe shall provide and add a little booze. So do you taste that it's 9.5% alcohol? No. Soup stoops dangerous, dude. There's so much sugar in this thing yeah. that you don't even know how much alcohol is inside of it. It is. I, I mean, it's delightful. It's, it's weird. It's kooky. I like it. I'm not sure I could drink the whole can, let alone multiples. This feels like it was a made one. for underage drinkers. Oh, snap. She said it. It does. She said it. It does. Like, I'm not going to say that I? I hate this, hey. but it's so, so sweet and sugary that I'm like, okay. woo. I'm yeah. like, so I'm it, 10 years old again drinking a Hawaiian punch. 100%. So, uh, save that thought. What did I say to you this morning before we got on the radio? You were like, that tastes like wapatuli. Throw it with some oh watermelon. My, God. my wapatuli story I, is just terrible. I have a terrible one, too. Are there oh, any good ones? I know how it ends <laughs> up. Oh, my God. No, like, I think I'm going to outdo anyone on my wapatuli story. Let's hear it. Let's have it. So everybody sit on the magic carpet and listen to Miss Trixie's story. All right, so I was uh, privileged to know a jeweler growing up, and I was loaned jewelry for prom. And she's laughing right now because she remembers this story. It was the day before Mother's Day prom, and I was wearing a quarter of a million dollars worth of jewelry. Whoa. Okay, so Dude. it was intense. Yeah. And I got so messed up. Oh, no. On Wapatuli the night before that, like, literally my high school boyfriend did his best trying to get me to bed, put a trash can next to the bed. I mean, like, things were just yeah. flying out all over the place. It was terrible. And to get me up in the morning for this Mother's Day brunch at a high-end restaurant in downtown Madison was, mm. like, a trick. So, like, I get up and I'm like, you know, purposely didn't take the jewelry off because I knew that I didn't want to lose anything or have any, like, butthole steal something in the middle of the night being drunk, you know, whatever. Like, people show up to these parties in high school and you don't necessarily know them. Well, I get out of the car. He drops me off downtown on time because otherwise, you know, like, my mom would have had my butt. And, um, you know, she totally didn't know I was drinking. Put air quotes on that. And um, all of a sudden, I go into the bathroom, and I look in the mirror, and the tennis bracelet is gone. 
Yeah. Dude. And like That's, my heart that was sank. Probably, that was probably 30 grand of the 250. My heart sank because I thought, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. And my grandma shows up outside and is like, what's wrong with you? And I like start breaking down in the bathroom crying. I'm like, oh my God, I lost this bracelet. I don't know how to tell my mom. And like, I literally like sat through this brunch, not telling my parents and like texting my boyfriend to wake up, wake up, wake up. Cause I wanted him to check the car, like in hopes that this didn't like fall out into the gutter downtown Madison. Right. Instead of like, you know, his car. Well, like I call his dad then and I'm like, wake him up. He goes, well, he's sleeping. I'm like, now is the time to wake him up. Wake him up now. And he checked his car and thank God. Thank God it was on the floor oh, of his car. Jesus it didn't Christ. fall out as he had to pull over that morning to have me vomit one more time before I showed up to this family brunch. But I never borrowed jewelry again. Oh, wow. That is crazy. I'm so glad I got it back. But, like, no, I was I was so messed up that morning. How that much? Ju- so you were the friend of the daughter of the jeweler? I was, Yeah. What, so, did, what did she wear? This was my no 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 like my parents were friends with oh, this gotcha, guy. Oh gotcha gotcha gotcha. So like there would have my dad would have. Yeah. I don't know. Like to say he was mad is an understatement. Well, he would have crapped, and then he got <laughs> mad, or he got mad and then crapped. Either way, I was still been paying that thing off. So. Oh my lord, have mercy. <laughs> that made that, real. I know, right? My student loan was lost jewelry on Wapatuli. <laughs> That's terrible. What's your Wapatuli story? Uh, me and a dude that used to work here, actually, uh, we went to broadcasting school together, and uh, we didn't have enough money for rent, and but we did have enough money for booze, so we decided we were going to throw a Wapatuli party, because nobody lived in the apartment next to me or beneath me, um, so... And it was no, we charged everybody. It was none of this, like, you know, friends get in free. Everybody had to pay for this Wapatuli party. So, whatever. We do this. <laughs> There's a bunch of, and this is, we all stayed at Arbor Hills at that time because the Madison Media Institute had this relationship with Arbor Hills. So, the stu- but the students were sprinkled through all the different buildings at Arbor Hills. So, all these different students from Madison Media Institute are coming to go to this, our Wapatuli party. Everybody's paying except for one of our friends has other friends in from Michigan. And we don't know these people. But they, they should pay more. They should pay more because it's out-of-state tuition. Anyway... <laughs> And so they showed up and did not want to pay. They were pissy about not paying. They didn't want to pay, blah, 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 blah. They were all on mushrooms. We were trustworthy people, and we trusted these other people, and so everybody knew where our stash of money was at. So whatever. Everybody parties. Next day, we wake up, and we're like, all right, let's, we got some money. Let's go, let's go to a movie. And so we go to check our our cash little pot thing that we had stashed away that everybody knew where it was at. And there was all the money was gone except for 10 bucks. And those people from Michigan were gone and there was two of them. So they took all the money but left what would have been for their admission. Uh huh. And there we were broke. That takes some foresight thinking. Yeah, dicks. That's terrible. Super dicks. Total dicks. And that was the last time I drank Wapatuli, John. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. It yeah. should have been like, now it's like next time get a lockbox. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was just being young and stupid and right. thinking that we can trust all these people. And right, we could right. all except right. for the Michigan folks that were there that nobody, you know. Oh, I bet um, a ton of parties where people got stolen or yeah. things got stolen. Not I'm people. people. What not, are you not, trafficking? Not people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He was my best friend until he disappeared. <laughs> that yeah. sucks. Didn't know where he went. Unbelievable. Wapatuli, dude. Mm -hmm. How about it? See, in Ohio, we called it Harry Buffalo. 
I know what? Yeah, it was you called, called it Harry Buffalo? Yeah, that was our name down there. Not Wapatuli. The, that word hmm. was not invented in Ohio back Weird. in the day. I wonder if that's a Wisconsin thing. I, don't I wonder, I wonder if there's different areas in the United States where it's called something else. Yeah, me too. That's fascinating. Mind blown. You, you got a Wapatuli story? You want to make one? And the, you know, uh, we need a, a microphone. Get a trash can. Or just drink this. Here, drink this. <laughs> You'll have so one. Gina, our HR lady, and Trixie's relative. Yes, yes, of, co- of course I drank in high school, but I'm thinking more college, and I got a lot of wild college, college stories, but I can't think of any particular. Where'd you go to college? Whitewater. Oh, Whitewater, good one. That's oh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. Good one down there. Yeah, I can't think of any particular wild ones, though, like, yeah. that stand out. Well, and like the key to making, because Wapatuli can get too sugary, so if if you, you got to mix it, with, we mix it with Five Alive, and it was... Fantastic, but some people did it with Kool-Aid, and that's too much sugar. And you have to have all the same color of booze. It's either got to be all clear or all brown. You can't, you can't be mixing those two. You just can't, John. Yeah, we had a. I remember I very distinctly the first time I had it. It's not a great story, but I remember the first time I had it. We were at Doug Donovan's, and I was a sophomore. I was a sophomore. Doug Donovan. The first time I had. You were uh, a sophomore at one time. Wapatuli. I still, Back in 1904. I, I still have the uh, <laughs> I still have the butt of a sophomore. His tattoos had brighter colors. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> so we we, we were uh, on the cross country team. We ran cross country to stay in shape for track. Coach loved us. Me and Terry, we were at Doug Donovan's uh, Wapatuli party the night before. I always remember it because uh, it's when uh, Don Henley's. Uh, uh, what's the show about the TV announcers? Dirty oh, yeah. Laundry. Yeah. Dirty. The album just came out. We were jamming Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. Nice, dude. <laughs> yes, it was. While drinking Wapatuli. While drinking Wapatuli. That's I mean, amazing. Are we metal or what? And uh, we got puke sick, and we had a cross country meet the next day. And it was. Oh, you sweat that booze out. Yeah, it was an away game. Is that the time to do Wapatuli? No, nope, nope. it's nope. Sure ain't. Sure ain't. And uh, we got on a bus. I think it was, uh, I don't, that doesn't matter, but uh, it was quite a bus ride. Uh, I roughed on the bus. <laughs> Terry never ended up running, and uh, Coach knew, and I, we got suspended for two cross country. I bet yeah. you did. Yeah, he knew. I, I bet mean, we, you did. We freaking reeked. It was horrible. I never even ran the race. I couldn't even get off the bus, but I, I was there in spirit. You were there in half spirit. I'm a good teammate. I'm a good teammate. <laughs> he like curls up in a ball like a child. Blowing like ch- in his wounds. I was blowing, yeah. ch- blowing chunks, but I had my school colors on. I was there. Man, it's just like the trip to Q Casino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I never stopped to consider that. That's, <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> consistency is the best, isn't it? Nothing, At least you're consistent. Nothing's changed. All right. Uh, all right. So we have a. Okay. So, anyways, that's a nine and a half percenter. Be careful. Three of yeah, those, you'll yeah. be in the crap bag. But I, I, I want everybody to try this one. Yeah. For sure. This is childhood memories if you were a yes, Hawaiian punch person. Is. You yeah, got to have at yeah. least one. Yeah, it is. It Look is. what it just did to all of us. I know. Memories. <laughs> memories. Memories. And that's because it all reminds us of. Hawaiian Punch! Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Enjoying a delicious bevy. Trisha's pick six. Uh, the Big Orange Arrow is on East Washington Avenue. Seek it out.
You can't miss it. Can't miss it. You look for an orange arrow, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that thing. And stop in there, uh, six-pack, uh, lovingly uh, assembled and ready for you. And reviewed and approved and ready for action. Ready totally. For- and, like, not only do we have the six-pack that we're reviewing today, but there's, like, four other shelves of beers that you can just try instead of buying a six-pack. Can of. we talk about that little place next door to Trixie's Liquor? Growlers to go-go. We always have fresh beer there. We've got cocktails now and Bloody Mary Sundays. Yeah, buddy. I love it. Always something. Uh, Bloody Mary Sundays. You can't can't be disappointed with that. Always something rare and hard to come by in there. I love it. All right, and you do crawlers in there. You do the whole. Yep. Well, the whole crawlers are a big one. Mm-hmm. Right, what's our next beer? What Take do we get? Take it to go. Okay, so our next one is just the haze. It's dry January. It's dry January. We've got twenty over twenty NA beers at Trixie's. Nice. Over 20. And then we also have tons of um, NA cocktails, NA liquors. Um, the non-alcoholics are here, and I think they're here to stay. So, yeah. like, not only are people just, like, deciding, hey, I'm not going to drink in January. There's a growing trend that I've noticed where people will have, like, a cocktail, and then they'll have an NA cocktail. Yeah. And then they'll have another cocktail, and they'll have an NA cocktail. Go. A lot of people are, like, switching back and forth. And we've noticed this mm. at the arcade and growlers, where people will go back and forth instead of just not drinking altogether or just drinking. Like, they switch it up. And, I, you know, it's a new trend that we're seeing. So, um, with that said, we have to have a lot of options out there for you. This one is from Sam Adams. Um, this one's called Just the Haze. This definitely um, attributes to a hazy IPA. Um very smooth. It's very, it's got a tropical hint to it oh, yeah. for sure. Um, but enough of that hop flavor in there. I know Johnny said that he could tell this was an NA, but really, once you start drinking NAs, this one really blends in. You can't really tell that no. this is an NA mm-hmm. beer unless you're really looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have a lot of people that I know that are uh, big fans of the growing N.A. beer availability. It used to be for a long time. All you had was like the Bush N.A. and Heineken. Right. Um, and, and a few like German N.A.s. Right. Yeah, totally. So and now, I mean, having something that's that reminds you of a legit IPA is very exciting. And they've been waiting for it for a long time. And there are. Uh, a, a growing uh, amount of options out there for sure. So um, this one, I've I've tried many NA beers actually. Um, I think it's like Athletic Brewing Company has a lot, uh, and then there's um, it's, it's Punk something or other um, that has some NA ones. Pat Gallagher turned me on to those as well. Um, but this is uh, right in there with that. It's definitely of the craft beer variety uh, and, and just another great option for the N.A. folks. be an easy flavor to replicate either. Right. In a you got to know what it, you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's not bad. I mean, if I didn't want to get buzzed, which I'll never not want to do, uh, I, I would drink these. I have no friends that drink N.A. beers. We're freaking hammered most of the time. But uh, I can see that becoming a very, very... Um, Op- great option for a lot of people. I have a few friends people that out driving. don't drink Sunday through Thursday. Sure, sure. Because they're like, hey, during the work week, I'm just, I'm, you yeah. know, I'm going to stay dry. So, like, these are in their fridge yeah. as, like, an option other than water um, just to switch it up during the weekday. But, you know, teach their own. There's options out there for you. And, like, you know, when your friends are going out to a bar, it sucks when you can't feel like you're partaking a little bit with them. And this is just a great option for that. Yeah, totally. Love it. I like that commercial. I can't remember what it's for. I guess the beer. Is it a, was it a Heineken non-alcoholic? He gets pulled over. And he uh, 
has his beer bottle and he in and then cop comes up and he sees the beer bottle he's like and he holds it up and the cop's like and walks away <laughs> yeah like we're disappointed that you were driving sober right 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 uh pretty funny but yeah no the flavor I, it's surprisingly good it really is especially for a hazy very good i mean you know i think for my money uh na's take up valuable cooler space but hey man each to your own it's all good it's nice to have it out there no, I totally love that there's options out there yep. for people. Yep, not going to poo-poo your, your NA, my friend. No, no, no poo, way. No poo-poo here. No, I think um, anyone who kind of teases that, I just, I'm like, why? Yep. Why yep. are you even, yep. why would you tease someone for not drinking? Yep. Right. I, I agree. And and a be, friendly reminder, you, you don't need be- to ask why they aren't drinking either. I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I think it's rude to ask someone not why they're not drinking. Yeah. Like, if you're not drinking, cool, whatever. Yep. It's a rude question. It, extremely rude it's question. It's a loaded question. Yeah. Dude, Unless you're super close with that person, I don't really think you need to be asking. Dude, right. you're going to be a pussy all night. Right. I know. Talk about peer pressure as an adult. Like, grow up. <laughs> that, that whole, How old are you? That right. whole Lewis Black skit about drinking in Wisconsin. It's like, they'll call you a pussy. I'm like, it's true. It, uh, it kind it, of is. It's getting better. <laughs> It's getting better. Right. I think it depends where you're at. Uh, yeah, but. right. Rhinelander, you're on your own. Respect the drinking space. That's right. Big arms on you, dude. Big burly arms. <laughs> big pipes. <laughs> Bulging. All right, what's next, Tracy? Bulging, burgeoning <laughs> pipes. Oh, my gosh. All right, what well, do we got? Okay, so this is Bees Nuts. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really great beer. Totally. Yes. Uh, so when uh, Danger was gone, uh, Wade came in. He's from the Honey Bee Cannabis Company yeah. that works um, with Hop House on this beer. Um, and then the money goes to the Queen Lakes Alliance. I love that. It's a, this Everything about this beer is fantastic. So the Honey Bee Cannabis people are awesome. We've had some of their balms, their CBD balms and yeah. stuff like that. And works wonders like if you have a bad muscle or like when my mom broke her sternum oh yeah we were putting it on her sternum and stuff world of difference it just yep. takes the edge off that stuff so great products from him and Shout the fact that I they're, love you. they're teaming up with hop house is just a great a great combination so this is a brown ale with their local honey from <sighs> the honey cannabis and like OMG. Like, yeah. very good. It adds just this sweet, light tinge to this brown ale. Um, makes it really smooth and drinkable. There is a balance of hops in here, oh, yeah. so it's not over-the-top sweetness. There is a balance that's still making this um, a brown ale. And I also super love the amount of carbonation in there. Mm-hmm. There's just enough to, like, lighten it up in your mouth. Yeah. Um, but not too much where it takes away from that earthy tone of the brown ale. Right, which is why we love brown ales. I it's awesome. Yeah. Super love it. Um, what a, I love brown ales. I love everybody involved in this collab. And Hop House doesn't make a, a bad beer ever. Yeah. Um, so this is just wonderful in every way that you look at it. And I lo- I've been pairing this beer with all kinds of my winter uh, dishes, dude. Which and ones? So I made a pretty bitchin' veggie soup. Oh, yum. Yeah, but I had uh, locally raised um, uh, Chickens. beef in there from Eric Knockreiner, Plain, Wisconsin. Shout out to Eric Knockreiner. He's got the beef. Um, and it was just the the awesome flavor of that locally raised beef with this locally made beer with locally made honey. I was just like, mmm. I was so Aww. zen about it. It was fantastic. What a good meal. Yeah. Yeah, the honey is, uh, who, who, why didn't, who, is this the first time I've had honey in a brown ale? 
First time, first time I can remember it. I can't remember one before. One brown ale that stands out in the past is that mushroom brown ale. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, That's I sure like that. that I sure like that ale asylum brown ale. Not, not brown, I know. boy. I drink the shit I'll out always of it. miss that. I drink the shit out of it. Just saying it now. You're just saying it I'm just saying it because I want it. Uh, this is fantastic. Now, here's a funny story. My uh, lovely wife, who's a very crafty person, she's in the rock business and whatnot. I know. I love that. She had a bitch rocks. Well, that too. (laughs) You're weird. She had a craft show before Christmas at Race Day Events, which is right next door to Hop House here in Fitchburg. And you told me to go there. I hadn't been there until Mm -hmm. I went down. I couldn't volunteer fast enough to help her set up a rock show because I knew damn well I was going to park my ass at that party at 11 Mm o'clock. And uh, I uh, hung out and I said, if you need me, call, but don't call. I'll be over here. And I got to sit there and taste and have some great apps. And, uh, dude, it is uh, a delight to hang out at the yeah. new hop house love it and their porters and stouts and are, are just tremendous try that uh that chicken sandwich next time you're there yeah i didn't have that, that one yeah, didn't have sandwich. that one but i love the new space it's it's freaking Great. beautiful they have that upstairs right uh, i didn't go upstairs area. yeah is that an open rooftop up top yeah um summertime it'll be rocking for yeah sure. yeah this thing's fantastic yeah what a great beer so bees nuts get it yeah bees nuts all right cool uh so good what's next all right, next is the Hubbleton Brewing. This is ah! their seasonal brew. Waterloo. Mm-hmm. What's their slogan? Uh, he just said it when he was in here. You, If you've been here, what is it? You get lost until you've been here or something? I have no <laughs> Have idea. another beer. I don't yeah, know. Right. Maybe you need to pound some of them N.A.'s, bro. <laughs> so, I know, right? <laughs> what are you, my, you my freaking mother? No. No, we're just peer pressuring you to not drink. Mother. <laughs> So this is an ESB, which is an English special bitter, only 4% alcohol. So this is definitely like brew pub. This is brew English brew pub standards right here. Okay. Um, uh, pub style ale, so you can drink a lot of them. They are bitter. So this has like a bitter happiness all over while you're drinking it. And um, this is just amazing. At 4%, you can drink a lot of them, and it pairs well with pub food like chicken, fish and chips, cheese trays. It's a really great, straightforward beer. There's not a lot of fanciness to it, but super well-made and well-balanced. Uh, beer from the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what they say. Yeah. Yes, it is. Out Waterloo. Uh, for sure. Uh, and their fish fry be legendary. I'm not going to lie. Um, this is a wonderful beer. I love the Hubbleton folks, um, and it's just a really neat brewery, yeah. and I... I didn't know that I would be a fan of the English pub style. Right, because I think you hear that and you think boring. 100%. But like, this, this isn't boring. There's a yeah. lot of flavor in here. And like I said, when I say balanced, I think that word gets thrown out too much. But there's a sweet tinge. There's a happiness at the end. There's maltiness in here. Um, it's just, it's very, um, everything you want in a really well-balanced beer is there. So it almost just like, it's it's got like. It's a, a little journey. Thank you. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I would recommend it to everybody. Yeah, it doesn't actually say Christmas beer on it, but I knew as soon as I so I didn't know what I was getting into. As soon as I tasted it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's your Christmas beer. Is that fair? Christmas beer, right? I think it could be definitely wintry. Yeah, I think that's definitely wintry. There's a little I, warming effect in here for sure. Sure, that's what I got out of it. Like that that spicy nutmeg thing. But uh, uh, I love it. I think it's really good. It's really smooth. And I, I could eat anything with that. I could drink that any time of the year. Don't get me wrong. It just feels like the, the little spicy 
angle on it. I kind of want some hummus and vegetables with this, too. A charcuterie? Yeah. I put the cooter in Well, when they say cheese tray, charcuterie makes sense, right? Do not say that when I have a mouthful of beer. Say it again. What was it? I I put the cooter in charcuterie. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Some of those charcuterie boards are getting real fancy these days. I know. Somebody made one that was looked like a Christmas tree. It's so crazy. Like that ain't a board that's a... I know. We just went to a wedding and there was like different tables at different levels and it looked like a display of flowers but with meat and cheese and I was like, okay. yes. Uh, I just got a uh, cutting board from New Glarus Brewing actually. Uh, they came out... When when Deb was in here, did you have you played with that cutting board yet? It's on my table. Oh, there you go. It's decorative too, but yeah. it's it's a cutting board. I know, but it's not a board. Oh, I bet you're using it though. Um, well, I have my little chicken salt and pepper shaker on there. There you go. And my little cow butter dish. But it's not. Is it like a? I it's love like it. it's like glass. It is glass. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. But it's perfect to throw in your cooler. Sure. When you're out camping. Pussy. No, I'll be at the bar at the hotel. I know. Stop I know. asking us to go camping. Dan, Dan and I will be at the bar watching a basketball game. <laughs> we're, not, we're not camping. No, we're not going to go there. You, you tough ladies protect us from the bears. <laughs> we'll be at the hotel. I think I'm better than you because I don't have to have a shower over a weekend. Yeah, no, I smell traditionally. That was a butthole I, thing to say. Yeah, I know. But it's fine. <laughs> I did it. It's fine. Go um, for it. So uh, nice job, uh, Hubbleton. And, you know, they started out... In the garage, and then they moved to the shed, the pole barn. Yeah, they got new stuff now. And now they got the indoor games and the fish fry and stuff. God, that that, that is good group of people. They're out really there. doing it well. They're yeah. really, really doing it well. Really good beers. Good like for them. you know, I don't want to say that they have like lots and lots and lots and lots of beers, but the ones they're doing are just on point and fantastic. I, I told you years ago, Hubbleton came over to the uh, Kestrel. Bridge had a golf outing where they have a craft beer on every hole. Dan's ears just perked up. And uh, Hubbleton was over. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. Couple, and I told you, I said, dude, look out. Yeah. There's n- and then Jim Bartlett there from Magic 98, he goes to all the breweries around mm-hmm. too. And then he seconded that. I yeah. was like, all right, what's yep. up here? I said, you're going to hear a lot from them. Mm-hmm. Here we are. All right. Are we out of beer? We got one more, don't we? No, that was it. We did good. We we got all of our beers in. So good. Yeah, no, it was a uh, interesting selection. I think we got the Gozerita. We've got the Hawaiian. Did we do the road slush? Oh, we haven't done New Glarus yet. Oh, did we not? No, we no. haven't done New Glarus. We just I'm just drinking it. Glarus, so maybe I thought I was talking about it. You know why? Because I'm drinking it right now. I have eight cups over here, so I thought we were done too. Wait, how did that happen? Are oh you my giving god! Me your and cups? why would I ever forget about New Glarus? Now I feel rude. Um, yeah, New Glarus. This is their road slush stout. So the oatmeal stout. Um, this is a seasonal that's been very consistent every year coming out um this is just very very core um i love this oatmeal stout it's very smooth it's very full bodied and full in like oatmeal um multi based deliciousness just super love this Dude, and I, I, there's just enough sweet tinge where you want to drink say, a lot of them exactly there's a sweetness say. i was gonna say you could pour this on ice cream and it would be good yeah Ooh, definitely vanilla me? bean ice cream yep Boom! Uh, I forgot about the bean. Vanilla bean ice cream. Dude. That's specific where you have like the little chunks of the vanilla yep. bean in there. Mm, yep. So good. That's what's up, dude. Yep. So uh, yeah, I love the sweetness in here for sure. Um, uh, I know I feel like some people think of bitterness when they think of stouts, but uh, yeah, there's a, a sweetness characteristic here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet it feels light enough to drink, oh, I don't know, a six year or so. 
Boy. You know, all that dang that. It's that full flavored, but soft mouthfeel. Yeah. Just it's like really a fruity, tasty. like a cherry. Yeah, there's like a weird, like, it's I not, get like a grape. It's not smoky. What am I, is it like a, uh, uh, I don't even know what word I should use. Chari? Uh, something. It's it's got a great flavor. Yeah, I get like a grape. I think it's of... I think it's a, a chocolate. It's just yeah. chocolate. Yeah, sure. Sweet sweet chocolate. It's fantastic, good. fantastic. Yeah, like know. sweet dark chocolate. Yeah. I don't know how to. I'm waiting for the day I get to say New Glarus makes a crappy beer. I might it's be not going to happen. I might Brad. be here a while. Okay. Not going anywhere for a while. I Dr- don't think you should hold your breath for that. Drink this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Commas are important there. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Correct. Well, this is a great. Oh my God, that's a good. That's the next T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's true. We'll forget it. That's really. That's a good that's six. The next T-shirt. It's a good six. It's a fun one. I like the variety. This is one of those six packs where you can have fun with. Take it and uh, sit around with some friends and and have fun. Do your own reviews. Yeah, I feel like we definitely hit yeah. every avenue on this. You oh, know, totally. the Gozarita, the Hawaiian Punch College trip. Um, the NA drinkers, we've got the uh, brown ale with the um, local honey company in there, and then uh, a brew pub and road slush oatmeal stout from New Glarus. I mean, this is pretty well rounded. Yeah. A little bit of something for everybody. Great stuff, dude. Well, Thank you, Trent. Just oatmeal. That's the word yeah. we left out yeah. on road slush oatmeal. There you go. That's good. That's well, one. I said it, but you weren't listening. Oh, wow. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> Have an NAB, dumbass. All right. Great six. Pick them up. Trixie's Liquor East Washington Avenue. Look for that big orange orange arrow. Absolutely. Yeah, all good. Growlers to go, go next door. Good to see you. We love you. Love you, too. Good to see you soon. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Hello. Hello. Another one bites the dust. Play that one on the radio. Oh, yeah. That. to look up don't hate me now i had to look up who jeff beck was i knew the name yeah but i did not know like specifically what bands and stuff he was in Mm -hmm. i knew that he was like very influential yada yada um but wow he was kind of in everything he was just like a huge influence dude could just Pick, man. Mm-hmm. He's that thumb thing. He, 
pretty badass. All around badass. Yeah, and uh, Rolling Stone had him at the fifth best guitarist of all time. But we all know how they are with lists. Well, so when he was with the Yardbirds, you would have had uh, think about think about the people that went through the Yardbirds: um, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton mm-hmm. first, then Jeff Beck, then uh, Jimmy, Page. Jimmy Page for a minute. Yeah. yeah, like three guitarists in the top five go through the Yardbirds. That's crazy. It's insane. So, yeah, Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page were members of the Yardbirds at different times, yep. and they knew each other since they were in school. Yep. <laughs> um, so here they are explaining their first meeting. We um, knocked on the door, and this fresh-faced little kid answered the door. And... and Jeff came in, and he had a homemade guitar, and I also had a homemade guitar there as well. And we just sort of clicked immediately. And it was like two brothers. It was just a joyous thing to find somebody else who had this common interest. He had a tape recorder and a great record collection. They had such an eclectic mix of records, even as a teenager. So we used to sit there listening and go back over the solo, never mind the singer. How is this sounding like a ricochet effect? And why does it sound so exciting? You've got a partner in crime. You've got somebody to hammer out ideas. When you've learned something that sounds reasonably impressive, you want somebody to see what they think of it. I think his first cigar uh, or guitar was a cigar box. He made it at home. That's cool. He had an awesome set. His dad had an awesome set of tools. Um, Two weeks before Woodstock, Jeff Beck was all like, I'm not going to play that. And then he also quit his own tour. But he didn't tell Rod Stewart, who at that time was the lead singer of the Jeff Beck group. Uh, right. So here's Jeff and Rod explaining that. There was a rift between me and Rod at that time. I don't know how it came about. I saw this big festival looming up on the calendar, and I was nervous about it. I thought, we, we, we're not ready for that. We're not ready to go up against Sly and the Family Stone. He disappeared in the middle of the night, and we got a phone call. Oh. Jeff's gone home. And when I saw the film, I just thought, thank God for my integrity. Thank God that the little birdie whispered, don't do it, because I would have been up there, dated and frozen with that image, with the music not being quite right. I did the right thing. He could have explained it to us, and that would have made sense. But I do agree, I'm glad we didn't do it. That's incredible. Yeah. And he had uh, a decade under his belt of of being famous and respected after the Yardbirds. And think about that. And then you turn down Woodstock, because you're artistically... Not ready. Right. <laughs> and everybody was high. If he knew how everybody how high everybody was at Woodstock, he would have he would have not made that decision. Man. That's incredible. That's it and it's just so many of the big heavy hitters in that, you know. Well, you can't go Led Zeppelin. You had to go through the Yardbirds to get to Led Zeppelin. Right. Because uh you know that started with Clapton, and then uh, and then back after Clapton left the Yardbirds because he thought they were getting too top forty. You know that song, uh, "For Your Love, For Your Love." Yeah, great song. God, that's a, such a cool drinking song. And uh, Clapton quit the Yardbirds the day that song came out. Said they were getting too uh, top forty, Sell too out. mainstream. Right, sellouts. So then you had let's so say you go. Clapton, Beck, and then Page, and then Page quits to start Led Zeppelin. You know, you know how they got the name Led Zeppelin? Tell me. It's a great story. They drew names out of a hat. No. So they were going to make this super group, okay, uh, with uh, 
God, the players were always changing so fast back then. It was like pulling names out of a hat. They were going to start a super group with uh, Keith Moon, John Entwistle from The Who, uh, Jeff Beck, and I believe Jimmy Page. They were going to start a super group. Okay. And I guess Entwistle <clears throat> goes, well, that's going to go over like a Led Zeppelin. But that's how it came about. And that's literally how the name dropped. That's incredible. And they, they all confirm it. And then he changed the name from to LED. Yeah. And uh, they even their name came out of that. Right. Yard bird. Wow. Thing. It's crazy. That British invasion stuff's cool, man. You need to watch it. <clears throat> Document. You need to documentary that. I've seen some stuff on it. Yeah. Because like, American bands. My sister is a big Beatles fan, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just by default, I had to watch a bunch of yep. stuff. Zombies, The Kinks, uh, Eric Burden, all those guys, The Hollies. God, that was it's fantastic. And those guys all riffed off American bands. Sure, Beach Boys. All the American bands were huge over there before any of that stuff took off. Turtles, Birds, Beach Boys. That whole time period is just... Oh, it's magic. Yeah. It's just magic. Right. The birth of just a whole movement. Pretty bad, pretty badass stuff, man. And Jeff Beckwith, uh, I never uh, saw him. Oh. I saw Randy said he saw him, took a date to a Jeff Beck show. Huh. Uh, I never got a chance to see him because when he was... Because Rod Stewart in the 80s, Jeff Beck didn't tour with him. I saw Rod Stewart a handful of times, but Jeff Beck was nowhere near a tour with Rod Stewart in the 80s. But they had, uh, yeah, People Get Ready. There was a huge radio hit. And uh, and then Jeff Beck played on a bunch of Rod Stewart singles because Rod Stewart was the, uh, Jeff Beck, Rod Stewart was the singer of the Jeff Beck group, yeah. Uh, 78 years old. 78. And was playing with Johnny Depp. He just uh, played on Johnny Depp's record. Man, Johnny I think. Depp. I guess nobody saw it coming because they were just out last year playing together. He played on Johnny Depp's album. Some of these guys, I mean, yeah, look at Tom Petty went until he just died, right? Just, <laughs> they just keep yeah. playing until they die. He played through the hip pain, medicated. Yeah. But he, um, what did he, what was it again? So I guess Johnny Depp is mourning the death of his close friend and collaborator, Jeff Beck. Um, Johnny Depp, 59, was by Jeff's bedside along with some other rock stars before Beck's death. Wow. Yeah, they were really, really close. Whoa. The sickness came on really quickly, and it all deteriorated rapidly, rapidly in the last few weeks. We don't know what it was. Better not have been the COVID. Sad, but I mean, what a life! Oh. Holy crap! Right? Yeah. Fo- follow the 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 lineage out of Yardbirds, and then Clapton went on. <laughs> Eric Clapton. That's a whole nother. It's book. like a family. That's tree, I, it's crazy. You know? it, he turned down a gig for the Rolling Stones. Jeez. He was a badass man. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, Jeff Beck definitely needs the official oh, yeah. morning show salute. Get him in there. You know, that's what's yeah, up. Get him in there. Yeah. Dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Doctor. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Captain. You'll die, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. Dead. The man is dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead.
He's dead, sir. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. That man's dead back there. She's dead. He's dead. He must be dead. He was worse than dead. His brain is gone. Captain is dead. He's dead, Captain. He's dead, Jim. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Very dead, Mr. Spock. Let her go, Jim. He's dead. He's dead. She's dead. It's a great song. This was before. Uh, I think Beck was in here. Oh, yeah, no. Sound kind of familiar? Right. A little Beatlesque. Oh yeah. Give you diamonds bright. There'll be things that will excite. To make you dream of me at night. I guess the where they kick in the drums here is pretty, pretty cool. Wearing the same suit, yeah, doing the thing, yeah, dude. The Beetle thing when they started the JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.